0: Hello, this is Laura with The Average Show Talk Show, and I am, you know, kind of on a fence. Um, I kind of think of podcasts as weird sort of things where people just love to hear themselves talk, and I don't want to be another one of those people who just goes on and on and on. Um, on the other hand, uh... And this is the part that's hard to explain. Um, I do... Okay, I do love the idea of doing stand-up comedy. I'm not saying I'm the funniest person in the world. I'm just saying I love the idea of doing it. And this is kind of a good way to practice or pretend I'm doing it. And... um, And, of course, I don't have to, you know, the pain of an audience right there, like, glaring at me because I'm so bad. But I kind of have to pretend that everything that I say matters because I am going to publish this. So there's that. So I kind of like that. There's a little bit of pressure, but not so much pressure of like an actual open mic situation. So there's that. And also, okay, so I started this talk show average show, talk show, I was going to interview people, and I do, and I will sometimes, but sometimes, this is what the feedback that I've gotten about the show, I, either people are like, um, well, why don't you talk about yourself more, why don't you tell more stories from your life, and I'm like, okay, well, I could, but then when I do that, I feel like it's very narcissistic, and of course, there's a balance in everything, I don't just have to talk about myself, but... You know, it does sort of feel like that if I'm just sort of telling stories from my life. Unless, like what I'm trying to do today is make fun of myself like most stand-up comedians do. Except the really arrogant asshole ones. And I don't really want to be one of those. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, um, so that's my idea. Is that, yeah, I'm still going to interview people sometimes and I still want to hear their stories. Um, but I'm kind of like, okay, doggy. I'm kind of also kind of like, okay, this, I heard this yesterday listening to Ricky Gervais, and I actually did a little research on Ricky Gervais, and he actually was a philosophy major before going into comedy, and I definitely relate to that, because I feel like they're very similar, like, a good comedian in my book is someone who's like actually looking at bigger questions. They're just doing it in, in a funny way, you know, like they're looking, I mean, most comedians in a way are like facing the idea of death, but in a funny way. So, um, it makes sense. So like that's, that's what I'm seeing this podcast as evolving into is something that is still like, it's about people's stories and lives and I want to hear them. I don't want it just to be about me. It's just not... I'm not going to monologue about me all the time. I think that's boring. Nobody wants to just hear that. Um, But yeah, sometimes I will. Philosophize. Let's put it that way. So, uh, and okay. To add to this, part of the reason I got this idea was I was reading this article by this guy on Slackjaw, which is this comedy... Uh, website online and his name is Alex Baya or Baya, I don't know <clears throat> there's no way to know unless somebody pronounces his name it's B-A-I-A if you want to look it up and anyway he was talking about being part of this novel writing event and um, how you have to write a novel in a week so he wrote 350 pages you know 50 pages a day and it just almost tore him up. He was just like, you know, just at one point just like keeled over and was like exhausted and, you know, was like hallucinating keys and fingers. And, and and he said at the end of it, he's not even sure he'd produce anything worth anything. He's like, it's just, it was a pile of shit. Like it didn't make any sense. There was hardly any plot. So, but the thing that he got out of it was the value of just... You just keep going. It doesn't matter what kind of shit comes out. You just keep going. And... And I do like that. I think that's... That's a great philosophy. Now, that's part of why sometimes you get podcasts that really suck. Because people are just blathering on. Not even really caring about what's coming out of their mouth. And... I don't want to be like that. I need to just hit the pause button if it gets to that point. But... I think if you are have some conscious awareness of yourself then you can be a good podcaster you can actually have something of value to give to people and that's my goal so um right now like i can't think of anything else to say i'm kind of stuck i don't want to just blather on about nothing maybe i should hit the pause button But maybe if I just push through a little bit longer, maybe something else will come out. And that's that's sort of like stand-up comedy. You know, you're like standing up there. And this is what I remember, because I have done it a few times. You know, you hit these walls where you realize something fell flat. Nobody really got the joke you were trying to make. And you just have to start scrambling right there and then. And sometimes you just come up with really interesting stuff because it's like being caught with your pants down, you know, you just have to do something, you know, anything, and you just have to fill that hole, you just gotta plug that hole of that sinking ship, and it's, it can work, um, okay, so I'm really, I'm gonna try to do this without hitting pause, because I feel like, yeah, I'm gonna hit a few walls, um, but I'm gonna try to, like, keep going, um, So, okay, so, most obvious thing to talk about, I'm living with my dad, and I love my dad, and of all the people I know, really, on this planet, he is the one person I know who would not mind me talking about him, that's why I don't have a problem doing this, and, okay, so this is also why I've had a problem doing stand-up comedy, because all the people that I do want to talk about, all the relationships in my life, Most of these people would never want me talking about them. Which includes my kids, friends, family members. So many people are like, I don't want you making fun of me. I don't want you telling stories about me. You know, everywhere I go. So like pretty much the only people I can make fun of, not in a mean way, but you know, tell stories about are myself, my dad, and total strangers. You know. I can't even talk about my students like they could like eventually find out and hear something and get mad so it's like and I'm not a conflict person I don't enjoy conflict I pretty much have always tried to avoid it I know there are many people in my life would disagree and say oh you love to argue I'm not gonna name names but well maybe I'm not that haven't been that good at arguing maybe I tend to you know take the bait too much and so just walking away when I should walk away. But you know, I'm learning. In fact, okay, now I'm gonna start losing my train of thought. But okay, I was listening to this really interesting guy, Harari. He's this historian from Israel. He wrote like what did he called, species or something. It's like a whole history of humanity. And He's sort of fascinated with history, but also with where society is going, and artificial intelligence, and what our world is going to be like. Like he, the guy is brilliant, and he has like almost no time in his day for any kind of waste of his brain energy. He just has no interest or time with like idle chit chat or stupid arguments, and I love that because the guy is just fascinated with learning and knowledge and growth and developing human potential. And when he somebody asked him, like, well, what do you do when somebody disagrees with you? And, you know, basically his answer was, you know, if, if they really want to just argue, if they just want to bicker about something, he just stops talking. And I get that, because it's one thing to argue with someone in order to arrive at a deeper truth. Like, you're both ac- actually trying to understand something important you know like it there is a place for argument but if people are just like like people do on the internet most of the time just arguing for the sake of arguing and arguing to look right and arguing to make somebody else look bad like just picking fights just to pick fights like that's a waste of energy and I don't ever want to do that so (laughs) that's my new philosophy is somebody wants to start a stupid argument about something I'm just done I'm walking away I am not responding I just don't have time for that like it's I just that if someone's interested in actually growing and learning and figuring something out that's great but I think so many people including myself get deluded into thinking oh I really am looking for a deeper truth when no they're actually just wanting to prove that they're right, and I've done this too, it's like, I could be bickering with anyone, my kid, anyone, and it's like, I'm gonna prove that I'm right, I'm the mom, I'm right, but maybe my kid has a point, you know, and I wouldn't know that, because I'm so focused on defending myself, and, and so that's what I mean, if anything starts just getting stupid, I'm just gonna walk away until I can figure out what is actually going on, and yeah, admit when I'm wrong, if I need to as well, like, so, okay, so at this point, like, nothing is sounding very funny that I'm talking about, but I don't care, I don't care, because (laughs) I, because I'm doing what I want to do, which is, I'm trying to get to a deeper truth, Maybe it's funny. Maybe it's not. But it's not just about me. I never wanted to do a podcast that's just about me. I don't want to just yap for the sake of yapping. I actually want to get to something deeper. Okay, so that was something else I was listening to today. It was about... Oh, God. It's so bad. My memory is just going. It was about... um, Oh, it was a TED Talk. This woman was talking about scouts versus soldiers and how, like a soldier is, their whole goal is to go in and fight, which is kind of like some people argue, just to win. Uh, Just to prove that the other person's wrong. And a scout, their whole thing is to understand, like if they're lost in the woods, it doesn't matter who's right and who's wrong and who got them into the mess, it's how do we get out of here? Like what what is the way out, where is the North Star, you know, looking for clues, and a whole, like, the whole ethos of a scout is, like, in a way, the way life is, it's like, you could be lost somewhere, but, you know, you have a map, maybe the map is faulty, but the whole point is to keep trying to refine your understanding of the map, of the layout of the land, of you know, trying to understand rather than just be right or wrong and that's all life is is like trying to kind of, you know, refine your thinking so that you can get through life, you know with more happiness and less unhappiness you know, so that, again, that's why I'm doing this it's like, you know I don't want to just hear people's stories. Like, this Average Joe talk show is not just just hearing people's stories. It's what I've always been interested in, which is, like, helping people get comfortable with sharing more of themselves, which includes me. Like, there's a line between selfishness and narcissism and um, hiding too much, you know, like... We as human beings should be able to show ourselves and show who we are and share whatever wisdom like we've accumulated in our life from all of the experiences that we've had. We should enjoy learning. I do learning about other people's lives because it can enrich your own and give you actually some guidance you know, in life if you just listen to each other's stories. And so my whole, yeah, that's why I did the Average Joe talk shows, because so many people do have not only interesting, but wise things to say. So now, rather than yapping any more about myself or that or whatever, philosophizing, I'm going to try to remember something interesting um, about somebody's life. So, okay, well, this, again, goes back to my dad, which is you know living with him as i have been now for a couple of weeks sure i knew it would be hard and again he doesn't mind that i'm talking about him believe me he loves it he's an actor um but it's amazing how and i i hope to god i get to this point someday too when you are that old and he's not that old he's 85 but he has just lost some strength, like physical strength, and his mind is still there, although he is kind of forgetting more. But when you realize that, when you realize, okay, I'm kind of weak, physically and mentally, I'm kind of weak, and and you realize you're dependent on people around you, and you're sitting there, you know, maybe kind of scared about what's what's coming up around the corner, what does this mean, you know, he is like a child. He is like, I mean, not only does he need so much care, like a child needs, you know, it's very hard to, like, right now I'm you know walking and gone for, like, an hour, and it's really hard because he has kind of a short attention span and doesn't really remember when I say sand- yeah, I'm going to be back in an hour, and to him, like, an hour just feels like days, because he doesn't really have a sense of time, so it's hard, but, um, I have to get out, I can't just constantly be there, so, um, so, yeah, to him, he's, he's like a child, he, he sees me, I walk in the room, and his eyes light up, you know, it's, it's like the way a child, sees their parent, which is so ironic, right, because he's my dad, but it's really wonderful when you realize, like, wow, somebody, you know, loves me that much, somebody, you know, needs me that much, I mean, it's kind of a scary thing, too, right, somebody needing you that much, like a parent with their child, you realize this is a huge responsibility, taking care of this person, Um, but at the same time, it's a reminder, like, it reminds me of, like, you know, what it was like having my children, and also what it was like to be a child. I mean, in a way, looking at my dad, looking that innocent, and enjoying just the littlest things, like, I make him some food, and he's just in awe, you know, that I'm doing these things for him, you know there's an argument in the house, like, he's really sensitive to it, like, he's just very, very sensitive to things, and so, you know, he notices the littlest things, and, and it's very sweet, you know, and it, but yeah, it reminds me of, in a way, in kind of a very distant, distant way, it reminds me of being a kid myself. You know, in a way, it kind of brings up those memories of being a child and playing at home with my family nearby, but I'd be in my room, I'd be out in the yard, I'd be doing simple little things, like just now I saw this little boy playing in this little garden in front of what was probably like his grandparents' house here in Squim, and like little kids, they just enjoy the simple things right in front of them, like no big agenda, and that is my dad, like right now, that, that is who he is right now, and it's really quite a tremendous thing, like if, if, if a human being could live like that every day, just be that simple, you know, just enjoy the simplest of pleasures every day, like, oh my God, you know, life could be so wonderful, just your family nearby, the people you love nearby, you wake up in the morning, eat something, look out the window, like very basic things, but a lot of joy, you know, because you don't have this big agenda, you're not out to prove to the world that you are God's gift to the world, you're just enjoying you know, and so that's what I mean, like, yeah, living with him is reminding me of that, it just doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if this podcast goes nowhere, it doesn't matter if nobody's listening to this, none of this matters, if somebody gets something out of listening to this, that's nice, but otherwise, it just doesn't matter, just enjoy yourself,